We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. My man B-Mitch is doing intermittent fasting where you're not allowed to eat till 11 a.m. <laughs> 11 a.m. hits. B is eating. What do you got? Chicken wings over there? My daughter bought me these. That looks good as hell. Smells good as hell. I might have to go in the other studio to keep, keep focus here. Uh, to keep focus, we're going to go to the BetQL guest line. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. Right now, let's go and talk to our guy, Ryan O'Halloran. Ryan, what's up, man? I I, I I legit don't know where you are. Where are you physically currently? I am in the media room in Cincinnati. Oh, Uh-oh. all right. I knew you said you were covering the Bengals. So Cincinnati, uh, you're getting ready for Bengals Bills. Your big game. You're, you've been covering the Bills all year, but you're getting going to the other side of things. So bring us up to speed with with Joe Burrow and the boys. Yeah, well, the Bengals right now have offensive line issues. That could be the deciding part of the game. I think the Bengals have the better team when healthy than Buffalo. I don't care where the game is going to be played. But over the last two weeks, the Bengals have lost their right tackle, their left tackle, and their right guard. None of them are expected to play Sunday. So I think that gives the Bills the edge. But you know, one thing you get from this locker room, which was great yesterday, talking to guys, not afraid of anybody. Don't feel like the underdog. That's what happened last year. They go to Tennessee, they go to Kansas City, and they win. And they nearly win a quote-unquote neutral side game in the Super Bowl. So this team should be confident, and they are. Brian, this game was supposed to be a coin flip, right? No, that was well, literally or figuratively, but uh, there, this was never a coin flip in terms of the new playoff structure, Brian. Okay. Um, when, when they did announce it, they went straight win percentage on – Bengals and Bills. The Bills had to win that that last regular season game to secure the number two seed. Um, the only coin flip would have been had the Ravens beat the Bengals in Week 18. Um, okay. That would have been uh, to decide the location. And the, the only thing that the league may have considered would would have been a neutral site for these two teams, uh, but they decided that uh, they didn't want to do that. So the game's in Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo, it is. All right. So. Um... You, you talked about the Bengals and just kind of the confidence they have. And, and I think Burrow brings brings that confidence out in people, right? But their defense is also really good. And I think watching, you know, um, the Bills play the Dolphins, there's some real turnovers. What do you make of the Bengals' defense in this matchup? Well, I, I think they 
should feel good about some of the things they can do with Jesse Bates and Bon Bell on the back end. Mike Hilton blitzing from the slot. That, that's how Miami scored their touchdown last week uh, when Josh Allen fumbled. That was an unblocked blitzer. Uh, Trey Hendrickson, Logan Wilson, uh, Eli Apple got dinged up a little bit, so he should be ready to go. So they have a lot of good good people on this defense. You know, the Bills' hope is, and this is the thing about the Bills, they're cheating fake. They've had three turnovers in the last three games, and they've won every game. So at some point they have to fix that or they're going to be watching the rest of the playoffs. What, you know, what I think with the Bills is the emotional letdown that most people expected them to have six days after the Damar Hamlin cardiac arrest didn't come until 13 days later. They mm-hmm. just looked flat and out of sorts and you know, sloppy against the Dolphins. And you know, the Dolphins' first three scoring drives were 35, 18, and 8 yards. They weren't moving it up and down the field. They were right. just getting short fields. Right. So if they can cut down on those turnovers, uh, they had um, the Bills had nine completions of at least 16 yards last week. So they were moving the ball. They just couldn't hold on to it. That's crazy. You mentioned uh, the offensive line of the Bengals being bad, but you know, Joe Burrow made it to the Super Bowl last year, and he got hit every – he was getting hit more yeah. by anybody, any quarterback out there. Is he is he just that good to be able to still get them past him without with the offensive line trouble? Yeah, he, 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 you know you watch you watch the replay of the Baltimore game. The way he slides around the pocket, he is not Josh Allen. He's not going to be trying to run people over. You know he's going to be working you know laterally across the line of scrimmage and still deliver throws on the button. But you know just the way he can feel pressure for a third year player, and he did it last year, is is, is really impressive. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Burrow's just unbelievable. Let's go one more on the Bengals. What do you make of their skill position weapons? I, people love Mixon and Pirine. I'm kind of eh, but their receivers are yeah. just outrageous. Yeah, I mean, they're, tw- they're 29th in league in rushing. When you have Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Hayden Hurst, why in the hell would you try and run it? Um, you know, they do want some balance, but that's going to be the issue for the Bills is – Okay, you're probably not going to have Trey White travel with Jamar Chase. So you're going to have Kyrie Elam, who's a rookie, or Taron Johnson, your nickel, maybe going against Chase a little bit. And then you also got to figure out, okay, are you going to you know, play some you know, cover two to, to keep things in front of you? And they like blitzing their safety a little bit. So a, a lot of issues for Leslie Frazier to, to deal with with the Cincinnati offense. Seriously. All right, let's flip it to the Bills, the team you cover year-round. Um how is their mindset after that Dolphins game? And, and now they've got the Bengals coming in, and there's got to be some level of thinking about DeMar Hamlin, right? Like, I mean, it was against the Bengals when everything happened. Where are the Bills mentally? I think they're a good spot. And, and, and the reason I say that is you cannot move on from what you saw on that field two weeks ago, but you can move forward. And the reason why you can move forward is that, is that Hamlin has recovered so quickly so well. Right. I mean, he's been in the facility just about every day. He's not taking part in meetings. He's just sort of trying to get out of the house a little bit. But I think that does a lot for the mindset of both teams because as one of the Bengals assistants said yesterday, he said, hey, we are just like the Bills players. We were right on that field watching that happen. And he says his team was not in, all, in any position to continue that game. But, but I think Hamlin's recovery uh, definitely aids the Bills and the Bengals. So, look, uh- I, I agree with you. I mean, his recovery is is truly one of the coolest, most remarkable things I think we've seen in sports. Mm-hmm. Um, with with him in the facility, whatever. At, at some point, the Bills have to like, hey, we recognize this happened. We acknowledge it. We we love that our brother is back, but we got to focus on this game for the Bills this weekend. 
What do they, beyond just the turnovers, because that's an obvious one, what do they need to do to win? The, the Bengals have a way yeah. of just winning games. Yeah, it, I think that, I'll give you a couple of things. One, on for the Bills when they're on defense, you got to make the Bengals earn it, is no three-play, 75-yard touchdown drives, because if you if you can get the Bengals in second long, third long, you can try and take advantage of this, this offensive line by running some stuff that forces them to communicate in the crowd noise. Um, the Bills have been decent against the run. I expect that to continue. Now when Josh Allen is on offense, I would lean on James Cook, the rookie running back from Georgia. He's outperforming Devin Singletary. They trust the veteran and Singletary more, but I think this is a James. This should be a James Cook game in terms of uh, getting some chunk plays that way, getting him on the edge, and also maybe running him with some screen game to, to sort of thwart that Bengals uh, edge pass rush. I kind of felt that they were going to bring Demar Hamlin uh, to the game last game. Uh, is yeah. there any chance he will be anywhere in the inside the state? He watched the game from home last week. Will he be in yeah. the stadium this week? You think? Yeah, they're keeping all that under wraps, Brian. And, and I think the reason last week is he was at the facility, which is right next door to the stadium. He was there on Saturday, attended the walkthrough. I do think they do want to take it easy with him. I mean, it, even with a police escort, it is really tough to get to that stadium on game day. And it might have been a little overwhelming for him. And I'm sure he still doesn't have all his strength back. So I think they are taking what Sean McDermott said yesterday, taking baby steps with him. But, um, I, I, you know, if I had to guess, I'd say he does make an appearance because, you know, if they do beat the Bengals and have to go to Atlanta to play Kansas City, I, I wouldn't think he would make that trip. Yeah, I, I think I think this is the game, right? I, and where is – Where's Josh? So, one, I agree with you with Cook. I, I think he's a really good player. I actually kind of thought that the commanders might go after him. They ended up taking Brian Robinson instead. Um, where's Josh Allen at? Like, I've interacted with him briefly at the Senior Bowl, however many years ago that was. I don't know him at all. What's he at? What's his vibe as, like, a leader, as, you know, the, the engine of that team? Well, he's both. He's the top leader. He's the you know culture builder. He's the tone setter, and he's their best player. And uh, you know, guys believe in him 100 percent as they should. You know, he said yesterday he made one bad decision in the Miami game. I would not agree with that. I think he made a couple, uh, more than a couple. And the one thing that Josh, I'm sure, is talking with Joe Brady, their quarterback coach, is this week, dude, take the layups. Yeah, you know the the flat was there for you. You know, make it second and five instead of second and ten, and potentially an interception. You know, because that first interception uh, against Miami last week, Cook gains eight, Cook gains thirteen. You're near, near midfield. All of a sudden, you throw it fifty yards downfield, long return. Miami kicks a field goal. They're back in it. You know, don't you know they 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 handed Miami the game, and the Dolphins didn't really want to take it. So I, I think I think that's got to be sort of hammered into Josh this week. Another thing is. He denied it yesterday, but he's been on the injury report with an ankle injury, and you did not see him run more than two keepers against the Dolphins. Maybe they were saving it for this week because they're going to need it this week. He's a big guy, but I think he takes too many hits unnecessarily. You know, we, we watched Ben Roethlisberger do that for a while, and it wore him out. You know, does Josh need to change the way he played just a little? I think in the pocket he's okay because he doesn't take a you know he doesn't take a ton of massive hits, but I do agree with you is when he's when he's scrambling downfield he he's not a slider um, and I think uh, he needs to learn how to do that but he is so physically imposing I mean there are, I mean I'm six three I look up at him he's probably six five I think 
he's probably 255 at this point, but wow. he makes it work because he can still move. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is a big, big boy, and he can probably take some of that punishment. But um, I, I would probably start curtailing that uh, next season. What about the Bills defensively? Are they equipped to slow down what Cincy does? Yeah, it's going to be tough. And, you know, they signed Von Miller for games like Sunday and for opponents like Kansas City. They're going to miss him. Their four-man pass rush has not been getting it done since he got injured with the ACL on Thanksgiving. Yeah. When he was healthy, they could rush four, drop seven, play a lot of zone. Now you're seeing them drop an edge blitz a linebacker, rush four plus Edmonds and Milano just to try and create just a little bit more pressure. And I think that's where if the Bengals can diagnose who's rushing from where, just give Burrow that extra second of time, that's going to be trouble for the Bills. Definitely. I, I mean, when you saw Vaughn get hurt like that, it was, uh, it was, I just hated it for a veteran that was playing so well and you knew playoff time was when he would kind of turn it on, turn it up. Um, Dawson, is it Knox, I believe, the tight end? Yeah. I yeah. mean, that dude is just a stud. Like, when you get, get into these playoff matches, like chess matches, is he almost more important than Diggs at this point? I mean, I know they're both star players, but, I mean, he had that one-handed grab against the Dolphins. He's just making plays all over the place. Yeah, he has touchdowns in five straight games. He had two this season, only before that, and the questions were legitimate. Where's Dawson? He's on the field, but why aren't you drawing, scheming stuff up for him to get open? You know, Diggs is still one. Um, you know, Knox is two, Gabe Davis is three, but I think where Knox is important is in the red zone because a couple of these touchdowns, he uh, started in pass protection, shed his guy, they didn't know where he was. And uh, he's had some drops throughout the year. That should have been a touchdown last week to make it 21 nothing. couldn't hang on, but uh, he'll be a big part of this game. I bet. Um, and what about Diggs? What do you, I mean, we root for him here because he's a local guy, but What's he like? I mean, he seems all the stuff you always see him doing with kids in the crowd seems like he's a great dude in a great situation, even if his numbers kind of slowed down as the year progressed. Yeah, he's going on three weeks without talking in the media, which is disappointing because when he does talk, yeah, and uh, that's you know, uh, that's disappointing because when he does uh, visit, uh, he does create a lot of he does uh, give us a lot of insight into him and also the rest of the offense. Um, you know, I think last week was important for him to get on track. I think he started with New England with that long touchdown. And to me, maybe this is old-fashioned. I would make sure he gets 12, 15 targets a game because that's long catches, that's third-down conversions, that's T.I. penalties. I would I would uh, really use him a lot and then have Knox and Davis as complimentary players. How, how good is the, def- the run defense of Buffalo? Pretty good, pretty good throughout the year, but I think the, it's, it's kind of misleading, Brian, because this team has gotten this team has gotten so many leads. Is that teams have had be, had to become one dimensional? Mm-hmm. But Ed Oliver is a big big guy up front. Daquan Jones coming over from Tennessee, same thing. So they've done a lot of good things. I think against the run during the second half of the season, um, and then Milano's an All Pro, and then Tremaine Edmonds in Virginia stud. Tech. Yeah, so Tremaine Edmonds is going is going is heading into free agency in uh, two months. Um. Yeah, I mean, gosh, will they let Edmonds go? I mean, that's the kind of guy this team could sign. Well, and, and that's the thing is right now entering free agency at three levels of the defense, Ed Oliver, Tremaine Edmonds, and Jordan Poyer. Probably can't sign all three of them. Wow. So got some decisions to make there.
Yeah, for sure. Um, just because I'm a media nerd, we're talking with our friend Ryan O'Halloran um, from Buffalo. Have you talked to Bill's PR about Diggs not talking to the media? Like, I, I assume so. So everybody understands. There's like processes that reporters could take via Pro Football Writers Association with the NFL PR departments. Like that's that's BS, dude. For two weeks. Yes. It has been brought up. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm in a different role at the Buffalo News now where I'm not the number one beat writer. I do other things. Gotcha. You know, if, if I was in Denver and also Washington, uh, you'd be hearing a lot more uh, colorful uh, comments about this. Right. But, um, I, think, I, think as the, I think as one of the faces of the team, um, you go up to him and you say, for the good of the team, Kyle, uh, give us five minutes. That's that's what I had to do in the Redskins locker room all those years. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I mean, that's just, talk, just do the gaggle. It'd be over in three and a half minutes, and you don't have to talk again until after the game. Guys did it, right? And I, guys got to learn. I mean, you did it. I talk to the media all the time because you can answer you're questions. Preparing for your second career, Brian. <laughs> but no, it's just like seriously, they get mad at the media, and then all of a sudden, you find out not just one guy writing a bad story about you, then all of a sudden other guys because there's always something to write. And and when people when you give people when you show them respect they show you respect. I've always said to people, people always tell me, man, you say you say anything you want. No, I don't. You know, I'm just like anybody else. When I like somebody, if somebody give me some level of respect, I give them level of respect. You know, but if you don't, then I don't even, I don't have any pull card then. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know, as you as you know, when you're a player, is if if you if you make yourself available in good and bad, the bad isn't going to be as critical you Um, you know but but let's say you know if you talk to if you get a guy once uh, once every couple weeks you have a lot of things to cover good and bad there's no there's very little balance yeah no I don't like that one bit man um Ryan we we appreciate you dude you got I don't know if your role allows you to do this or what but do you you think the bills get it done Saturday uh, Sunday rather Yes, I do. I picked. I, I went back and forth, but I'm uh, going to pick the Bills 27-23 just because of the Bengals' O-line issues. I do think the Bills are going to be ta- able to take advantage of that. B-U-F-F-A-L-O. Ryan, thank you very much, man. Hey, Ryan. I, dude, the spots you've been and the years you've been in those spots, how much are you enjoying this Bills team to cover? Um, it's rare covering a franchise quarterback, never covered one before. And <laughs> usually at this point you're packing for the senior bowl and saying, okay, look at the draft. <laughs> so you're trying to like this, this, this time last year, I was in Denver trying to make the case for Kenny Pickett at number nine. <laughs> uh, it turns out that they traded for Russell Wilson. They probably should have drafted Kenny Pickett. <laughs> might've been, might've been much better time, off. Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> um, how long were you covering the command, the skins, commanders, whatever the hell? Well, it was 2004 for the Newport News Daily Press, and then five, six, seven, eight, nine for the Washington Times, and then ten and eleven, the forgettable two years for uh, Comcast. What? Who was the best quarterback you covered? <laughs> well, Brunel? they made the playoffs. Yeah, they made the playoffs with Brunel and Todd Collins. I mean, Jason Campbell was a first round pick. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess it was Brunel, but I mean, oh God, what, oh, <laughs> not exactly Josh <laughs> Allen. <laughs> no, no, that, that makes everything. It just, and here's the thing, guys, you're talking about that culture and that belief. You have a guy like Josh Allen, you have a guy like Joe Burrow, you believe he can do it. Yeah, totally. Dude, it, what a difference. What you have a difference. the other guys, you believe that I need to pick somebody next year. 
every yeah, year. Yeah, and or you need uh, you need other things to go right. I mean, Jacksonville there is there right now with Trevor Lawrence. They're not going to come back from twenty-seven down every week, but if they're down, you know, nine points to Kansas City in the third quarter on Saturday, they're still going to believe. Uh, all you can have a good quarterback and have an idiot coach like like the Chargers. <laughs> Ryan, thank you for the time, man. We really appreciate it, dude. All right, take care, fellas. Hi, right, Ryan. Thanks. Take care, man. That's our guy, Ryan O'Halloran. Uh, we're going to go through all four games. Pick the best one, the one you're most excited to watch. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitchell Finley. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.